You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And uh, welcome we're back, back <laughs> on America's Web unison, Radio. Yeah, in unison, but uh, <laughs> anyway, we're back and um, hope you're enjoying this special. And it is being archived, and we will have it up um, at some point, probably this evening and or tomorrow. And you can go back and listen to it. But before then, I hope you've gone out and voted. This, yes. That's what this whole show about is about today, is going out and vote. And we have to keep our checks and balances. If the Democrats win the Senate, and it won't be them winning it, it'll be the Republicans losing it, mm-hmm. and it will be disaster for the United States. This, this is something that uh, it will be never dreamed of that the United States would become a socialistic country mm-hmm. and you know listen to Dr. Shears Hal has hit it you know we will lose our right to medicine and if capitalism is taken away from us I don't know who in the world the Chinese are going to copy if capitalism is <laughs> taken away from us there will be no more innovation you know and uh, this is I've dedicated uh, my station to supporting for the last few days the election of Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue to save our country mm. and uh, they're the only two that can do it and it's come down to that and it's it came down to Trump losing the election and as we've talked many times and allegedly uh, losing <laughs> allegedly but the fact is that a lot of folks didn't vote on records they voted on personalities and you can't do that folks you got to vote on a person's record and you look at at the bastard that's running on the democratic side of the senate you look at his record yelling for pro-choice abortions and calling himself a reverend if that's not a hypocrite Mm -hmm. i don't know what is then you've got the empty suit jack off i mean ass off i mean ass off (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know what he's ever done other than taking money from china taking money from china yeah david we have another example here if if you're a Democrat out there, folks, and, and, and you believe in the working man and you believe all the things that Democrats tell you, then how can you support, A, a reverend who hates people? I mean, he, he just does. Um, and then you've got Ossoff, who is a trust fund baby. This guy is already – I mean, Democrats tell you to hate rich people. I mean, except for the Democrat rich, because Ossoff is a trust fund baby. This guy doesn't have had to work for anything. This guy's been handed wealth, and now he's coming along because he can read a teleprompter and he can speak well. I mean, you know, I've heard David though that in Georgia he's he's kind of been losing black support because they don't like the fact that he goes out and tries to sound like Obama, because he does. If you listen to some of his speeches, if you you know, my ears bleed, so I can't listen to his speeches. But uh, but but Ossoff is a trust fund baby, folks. He's the rich he's an elitist and now he wants to be a political elite because you're not i don't care how much money you have you're not an 
an elite of the elitist until you have political elite power and political elite money. And that's what Ossoff is after. Ossoff has no record because, like David said, he's an empty suit. He's a trust fund baby who wants to be elected and wants that power. He would be nothing but a footstool for Schumer and a and a puppet for Schumer. That's all Ossoff would be, but yet he would have that political power that he so badly wants. And this is the Democrat who's telling you to hate rich people who he himself is extremely rich and wants to get more rich. And, and folks, this guy has done it from ch- communist China has been a big source of Ossoff's money. And he's going to tell you that he's going to be tough on China? Not going to happen, folks. Not going to happen. And I, I, I don't know how to stress it more. Uh, and, and I, you know, we've been, we'll hammer Warnock because it's, you know, Warnock it, to me, he has a record. He has a record of preaching at the and standing in the pulpit, uh, of being anti-Jewish, being anti-military, being anti-police, just being anti-American uh, and anti-children. Uh, and that is Warnock. Ossoff, he has no record other than he took tons of money from communist China and he's running around trying to get elected, trying to sound like Obama because he thinks that's going to get him elected and he wants that political power. And I'm telling you, Democrats, you can't, you know, let me do, let me get into something else. This is another thing that bothers me so much about Democrats is their willingness to lie to you. Um, folks, you are told on a daily basis that Republicans lie, but I beg you and I've challenged you on this show before. Find me an example. And and then I want you to go out and tell me that the Democrats proved me wrong when I point out the lies of the Democrats, the blatant lies. So I've got a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful listener, and I'm not going to tell you who she is because I'll get in trouble. But I have a wonderful listener out there who, who just sent me this. This is was sent – to people's mailboxes. This is a, a mail, one of those mail cards that are going around Georgia. This is in Georgia landing at people's houses. Folks, listen to this. This is coming from the Democrats. This is from the Ossoff campaign. Mining debris and drinking water. Do the candidates support allowing coal companies to dump toxic mining debris into rivers used for drinking water? That is the supposed question. Oh, and John Ossoff answered, no. And you're to believe, according to this, you're to believe that David Perdue answered yes to that question. Now, you've got to be one major... I'm I'm going to be nice, David. I'm going to be nice. But you've got to be one dumb you-know-what to believe that David Perdue would answer yes to a question like that. He wouldn't even give that question the time of day because it's a bogus question. Um, you know, I can think of a lot of quotes from, from my cousin Vinny that I'd like to throw out right now. Um, and one of them is, um, how can you be, how can I be so sure that this question is bogus? And I'm using bogus instead of another term. And then, and then the response is, uh, well, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But folks, use your common sense. Use your logic. I know the Democrats hate common sense and they hate logic. But you've got to be able to step back as a voter and go, there is no way on the planet that anyone got in front of David Perdue or Ossoff for that matter and asked this question of would you support putting mining toxic chemicals in the drinking water and then serving it? 
Because that's what they're trying to get you to believe. That they actually asked that question and that Purdue actually said, yes, why, yes, I want to drink dirty water. I want my family drinking dirty water. It is ridiculous, folks, and it should be an insult to your intelligence because it's an insult to mine. And, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right. But they're sending this stuff out, David. Okay, well, I'm going to take it away for a second, and uh, I want to address the three areas that I know. Veterans, farmers, Mm. and the common person that works, and how important it is to vote. And, you know, and the first responders, because at one time many years ago when I still had a few muscles left other than (laughs) in the brain, but uh, I was a first responder, I am a veteran, and I farmed. And, oh, the oil industry, if if you're in any one of those areas, the oil industry, you're a farmer – you're a veteran or you're a first responder, please get out and vote Mm. because the Democrats are totally against all of you. And we have to have our farmers. We have to be the strongest country in the world. And we have to be America first, respondent to that. And it takes voting. The, the voting is the I, – I personally – I don't know how you feel, but I personally enjoy voting. I feel like I have performed like I did when I was in the service. And I am the first to pull my ID and say, yes, I have every right in the world to be in this polling place and vote because I love America. And you should feel the same way and be honored – that you have the right to walk into a polling place, show your ID, and vote for people of your choice. And those two choices are Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue. Hmm. And, you know, this idiot that thinks he's won the White House and his running mate that's a bigger idiot than he is with her, well, we don't know where she's been tonight, but, (laughs) you know, that's how she got there is on her back. And... She, they keep talking about doing away with fracking, and oh no, we're not. But yeah, they will, or they'll try. Oh, of course they will. And uh, they've said it. You know, the nice thing about Texas is that much of the oil property in Texas is privately owned. It's not held by the government, so those two idiots can't do anything about it. And you know, I don't know about you, Victor, but when we were totally energy. Independent. I loved it. You know, and we could give the middle finger to all of the towel heads in the world and (laughs) didn't need their damn oil. We didn't need them, period. Yeah. It's amazing how low gas is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've got to have our oil industry. And it's not going away like they think. It's not going to, you know, I it's always get a kick. Up. I, I get a kick out of these people that, oh, well, we don't need the oil industry. We'll go with the electric cars. Oh, wait a second. What charges those electric cars? <laughs> Fossil fuel, folks. Yeah, when you see that, you know, David, what bugs me a lot is the zero emission sticker on an electric car. Yeah. Folks. 
It ain't zero emissions because that battery's got to be charged, and it's being charged by fossil fuels. It's not being charged by another battery. No. It's not magic fairy dust. It's, uh, you know, and this is what I said a few minutes ago. Study. Look it up for yourself. Victor says this all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got the power to do anything as far as finding out the truth. Look it up. And then, after you've looked it up, go vote. And get it in your heart that David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler are right, and they've done a heck of a job mm-hmm. in the Senate, and they need to be, they have to be our checks and balances for the dementia-struck Biden <laughs> and the idiot... Commie. Yeah, Commie, Commie Harris. <laughs> and... Please, please, if you're a veteran, please vote to keep our military strong. If you're in the oil industry, please vote to keep our economy strong. And if you're a Christian, or it doesn't matter, you just anti-abortion, you believe in pro-life, right, if you please in, vote. If you believe every life is precious... You've got to vote. For You've got to vote, and for Leffler, and uh, and look, you know, David, you're so right, and and you know, you you, you mentioned something about Kami Harris, and I couldn't help but laugh because I thought of. Uh, you know, David, you are very familiar with aviation, um, once a pilot yourself, um, and I love aviation. And, and, folks, any of you who are around airplanes or have been around airplanes, uh, you know the term wheels up. And and we use that term quite often when we're jumping on a plane and, and we're wheels up. Or, or if I've got some people meeting me at a plane, I'm saying, hey, I'm, we're going to be wheels up at 2 o'clock. And that means we're going to be wheels up. Um, well, David was talking about... Tommy Harris, and I'm really trying to keep this show clean, but uh, but this just cracks me up because I heard somebody refer to to refer to Tommy Harris as heels up, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I just made me laugh, and I I like to make people laugh, and uh, um, if you don't know what that means. Go ask somebody. Uh, go ask somebody what uh, what what it means by referring to Kami Harris as being heels up for most of her career. <laughs> and I I feel a little bad about saying it, but it just made me laugh. And folks, you need to laugh if you if you're going through life without laughing, uh, you're you're just making your life that much harder. So, but uh, but look, folks, I let's I, I got a little bit of polling data david and i hate polls but but i, I did want to mention this um as as we're going into the final week here um for for david purdue and and kelly leffler this is the way it looks right now and of course take these polls with a grain of salt no one knows what's going to happen all i know i can tell you this for certainty i can tell you this if the Republicans in Georgia sit on their butt, or if any Trump voter in Georgia sits on their butt, the Democrats win. If the Trump voter comes out and votes, or the Republican voter comes out and votes, the never-Trumper voter comes out and votes, Georgia stays red. Georgia is not a blue state, folks. It's not going blue. Um, I, I do. I just I don't believe that. The only way we beat we lose this Senate race is if we lose it ourselves and hand it to the Democrats by not voting. But right now, this is what the the polling, the latest polling data as of yesterday. Uh, David Perdue has a slight edge over uh, Jackoff, uh, Asoff, uh, Asoff, forty seven point nine percent to forty seven point eight percent. Now, 
I would like to think that David Perdue is is way ahead more than that. But this poll, at least, if anything, it's showing that that the last few weeks have been trending towards David Perdue. Uh, it, we are seeing, if you dive into the data, um, we're seeing that, and and you could just look at the commercials. You know, John Ossoff is out there defending himself. You don't really see David Perdue out there answering any of the ridiculous, stupid lies they're saying about him, uh, folks. One of the biggest lies out there is they're saying that he gained money and played the system uh, and made stock markets. That was investigated and shown not to be true. David Perdue didn't make any insider trading on, on off of the Wuhan virus. It's a lie, and it's been shown to be a lie, and there, there was an investigation internally done by Democrats and Republicans, and he was... All of it was shown not to be true. But yet Ossoff is out there. The Democrats are out there. They're lying to you every day. But Purdue's not in his commercials answering that, which tells me that, that that's not – they're not seeing internal polling showing that that's affecting him. It looks like the people of Georgia are smart enough to know that that's a lie coming off from Ossoff. Um, but – even though the trend looks good, you've got to go vote. Do not sit and think this race is run. One, we had too many people on November 3rd who thought Trump had this race in the bag, and they didn't go vote, and look what happened. So if you haven't voted yet, if you know anyone who hasn't voted yet, make sure they get out and vote for Purdue. we got to get them over the finish line. Um, now, when we look at the Warnock and Leffler race, uh, Warnock is ahead 48 point, uh, according to the polls, 48.3%. To Leffler's forty-seven point three percent, so it's neck and neck, folks. Um, we cannot, in any way, shape, or form, allow Warnock to make it to the Senate. This guy, I already told you, he is a Jew-hating, America-hating, police-hating, military-hating, veteran-hating, wife-abusing Warnock. That's who he is, and baby-killing. That's who Warnock is. And how on earth? Can you, in good conscience, vote for this guy? And if you're a black voter out there and you're being told to vote for Warnock just because he's black, then I want you to step back and think which candidate is going to take money out of the American people's pocket and put it into Planned Parenthood's pocket so that they can perform more abortions. And who does Planned Parenthood abort the most? Black babies. I'm not making this up, folks, and I'm not using hyperbole. You can look up the numbers yourself. David told you earlier. Do a little research yourself, and you can find it. You do a DuckDuckGo search or even a Google search, and you look at Planned Parenthood, the percentages of black babies that are being aborted every day. Well, Warnock wants to fund them with your taxpayer dollars. Now, as a black voter... Do you feel good about voting for Warnock just because the color of his skin? You know, there was a really famous black guy in our history who said, do not vote for somebody because of the color of their skin. You vote for them for the content of their character. Well, if you want to be true to the black folks, then you be true to what Martin Luther King said, which I just told you. You vote for somebody because of the content of their character. And if you look at the character of Warnock, you cannot in good conscience vote for this guy. And you can't vote for Ossoff, who's out there lying in every ad he's running. And Warnock's doing the same. So too if, bad Warnock's yeah. mother didn't have an abortion. <laughs> well, oh man, that's a Bort's comment right there. <laughs> well, you know what? I, you know, David, if, if, if this guy's going to run around, you know, that, you know what, actually, David, 
That is a, a, a good point. For somebody who's running around there who wants uh, abortion on demand, does he stop to think, what if his mom had done that? Do any of these people stop to think, you know, you made it through that, that, that birth canal. You made it out of the womb. Then how can you feel – what if your p- family or parent, whatever, decided – not to let you come out of that womb. I mean, I know this is – maybe this is too philosophical, but I mean, you, I don't know. You just got to think about that. But, man, David, that was funny. That was definitely a Bort's comment. <laughs> Those of you who are in Georgia, my listeners in Georgia, you know what I'm talking about when I say that. So, But, uh, but folks, look, we, we – we want to try to have some fun, but, but, but this is a serious topic. And, and I am just telling you, I'm telling you voters out there, if you believe in an ounce of character, if you believe in having a representative that, that actually stands for something good and stands for just humanity in general, it isn't Warnock and it isn't Ossoff. Um, I, I, I am sorry. If you're married to the letter D and you can't vote for somebody because they have an R by their name, then you need to sit this one out. You just need to sit this one out because Warnock is going to do a lot of damage and Ossoff is going to do a lot of damage. Um, if elected. If elected. If they're elected. And so we can't allow it to happen. So I'm going to ask you again what David's already asked you. If you haven't voted yet, you've got today and you've got tomorrow, and then voting is going to stop until January 5th. And you've got to get out and go vote. And and do me a favor. Um, I did this myself, folks. When I went and voted last week, I made no less than five phone calls to make sure that I had five people that went to the polls. And and you know what, folks? I was 100%. Every person that I called went and voted for David Perdue, and they voted for Kelly Loeffler. So do that. You, you know, you, you can help the campaign more right now by instead of sending money. If you can send money, fine, help them. But if you can't do that, if you can't go knock on a door, if you can't go put signs up, then pick up your phone and call or text somebody and say, I'm going to vote. Will you go with me? Um, have you voted yet? Go vote. Do it for me. Do it for my kids. Do it for your kids. Do it for everyone's kids. Whatever you need to tell them, d- d- call the gun owner and ask them, have they voted yet? Because if they enjoy target shooting, if they enjoy hunting, then they better get out and vote for David Perdue and for Kelly Loeffler. Because if you give Democrats full control starting in 2021, they're coming at the first thing. They've made no bones about it. They're coming after the guns, and they're going after oil. Ask yourself, if you're a Democrat voter, do you like $2 gas? Do you like $1.95 gas? Hey, look, I got gas the other day for $1.89. If you like those prices... Then you've got to vote for Kelly Leffler and you've got to vote for David Perdue because Warnock and Ossoff are going to support Schumer and Sanders who are going to support Biden who's going to end fracking and going to restrict drilling. Folks, it was President Trump who opened the pipelines. It was President Trump who boldly said, we're going to get to energy independence. And by golly, in two years, we were energy independent for the first time in this country's history, or at least in a long, 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 long time. And you know what else, folks? Do you like not having wars? Do you like not sending our men and women, our young boys and girls, do you like not sending them off to battle? Because President Trump is the first president we've had in decades and decades that did not get us into a new conflict did not take us to war. 
Now, I'll start the countdown. If Joe Biden is is elect or nominated, or no, I, I should say if he's inaugurated on January 20th, then start the countdown because it won't be long. He's going to have us into a war, some kind of conflict. The Democrats are going to take us in and the establishment Republicans will march along with them because they love the defense industry and they love having conflicts. And, and, and if you're truly out there and you say you're anti-war, well, you know what? President Trump was your guy, but you messed that one up. So now you better vote for Purdue and you better vote for Leffler. By the way, did you hear that uh, one of the first things that uh, Biden is going to do is reverse the Iran uh, agreement? The, the so-called uh, deal. Yeah. This Iran deal. You know, David, I'm glad you brought that up. Because, folks, if you care about uh, less nuclear weapons being around the world, then you better vote for Leffler and you better vote for Purdue. Because Warnock and Ossoff are going to get in and Schumer, and they're going to go right back into a deal with Iran. And Iran already said they're going to make their nuke. And this deal that uh, Obama put together with Iran, all it did was make it legal for them to make a nuke. And now Biden wants to go back into that. Now, if we have Purdue and Leffler in the Senate, and then we control the Senate, and the Senate is is being led by uh, McConnell, who we need to do better. But right now, that's who we have. Uh, but McConnell can put a stop to this because the United States cannot enter into any agreement without being ratified by the, the the Senate and the House. So if the Senate doesn't ratify it, then there's no treaty and no treaty. So Biden can run around and say what he wants, but we can put a stop to it if we remain control of the Senate. But if we lose the Senate, folks, and you will let Warnock and Ossoff go and represent Georgia, and that puts Schumer in charge... Then we're in trouble. They're going to go back into a deal with, with, with Iran. And then this time they might even actually try and make it legit by making it a, a treaty in the Senate. And if that happens, folks, you can forget about it. There's going to be nukes in Iran. And then there's going to be nukes all over the Middle East in greater numbers. And we don't want that. So, again, if you're an anti-war Democrat out there, your candidate is Purdue. And your candidate is Leffler. Because Warnock and Ossoff are going to march to the beats of Pelosi and Schumer, and they want to march to a war as fast as they can, and they want to march into Iran and make a deal, and they want to let North Korea – they want to let North Korea do whatever North Korea wants to do. Do you want that little maniac in North Korea having numerous nukes? Who do you think he's going to point them at, folks? He ain't going to point them at China. He's going to point them at you. He's going to point him at Israel. He's going to point him at Japan. He's going to point him wherever there's freedom. So you've got to ask yourself, folks. Ask yourself, does the letter D mean that much to you? Are you willing to give up your security? Are you willing to give up your energy? Are you willing to give up your fossil fuels? Are you willing to give up your guns? Are you willing to give up your First Amendment? Folks, there's one party in this country that's been an all-out assault on the First Amendment, and it ain't the Republican Party. Just look at today's colleges that are being run by the left. The Democrats run today's colleges. Who squashes free speech on the college campus? The Democrats. Who's coming after the First Amendment, folks? The Democrats. Do you want Warnock? Do you want Ossoff? Can you live with that? 
because you're going to get higher gas prices. You're going to get higher everything, folks. They're going to tax you into oblivion. Do you really want that? Folks, I have said it before. The burdens that the Democrat Party is going to put on you will never be felt by them. Socialism is for the people, not for the socialist. So I'm going to ask you, do you think that anyone in the political elite will bear any burden that they force on you? Now, I'll answer that question when we come back. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to a special with uh, David from David Picks and myself, Victor, from On Point with Victor. You're listening to America's Web Radio. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Hal. Every week, we come to you with the information that you need so that you will be prepared to advocate for your family and for yourselves when it comes to your health care. God forbid we get Ossoff and Warnock in the Senate, and the left gets what they want, which is a majority in Congress and the White House. First of all, health care will be more expensive. There initially will be a public option. The government will run it. They will be initially very inexpensive, and it will drive commercial payers out of the health care market. Then the choices will disappear. The only insurer out there will be the federal government, and that's when we get a single payer. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hey, guys, it's Minister Frankie with Shine His Light Ministries. It's getting cold outside, and winter is coming. It's time to shine a little light on our friends on the street. We're collecting blankets and coats for the homeless all winter long. Please donate by going to our website at www.shinehislightministry.com or text 770-655-8055. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. This is Victor Armanderas with On Point with Victor and the legend Dave, who will be right back uh, from David's Picks. We're doing this special show, folks. Look, we're in hour number two here. And uh, thanks so much for, for joining us. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I love the comments that I'm getting already from you listeners. And uh, and look, to the listeners in California and Montana and Pennsylvania, New York and all over, thanks so much uh, for bearing with us. I know we're talking a lot about Georgia. Um, but um, this is important to everybody in the country because if we lose the Senate, it's not just Georgia that's going to suffer. It's going to be the whole country that's going to suffer. Uh, so so thank you, all you listeners. And uh, I, I, I know we've got some phone calls coming in, so we'll get to some of those phone calls um, shortly. Uh, but, but I want to get um, – you know, we, we just – 
we want to drive home the point, folks. And I know if you if you've been with us for the whole two uh, two and a half hours so far, uh, our hour and a half so far, man, I'm losing complete track of time. <laughs> but if, if you've been with us, you know that's what happens when we get on a roll like this, folks. When uh, you know you get me going, I just lose the time. Um, but if you've been with us, you know, just bear with me. Let me tread on your attention span because there are you know every hour we get new listeners tuning in, and and, and sometimes every five minutes we get a new listener turning in, tuning in and. And uh, so I want to let them know what we're doing here today and, and, and what we are doing. You know, I'm joining forces here with Legendary Dave from David Picks and myself with On Point with Victor Show. And we want to drive home the point of what freedom means to us, what this country means to us, what this great country, the United States, means to us and why the Senate is worth fighting for. We cannot allow the Democrats to take control of the Senate. We cannot allow the quid pro quo Hyden Biden to take control of the of all three branches of the government. And I say all three branches, but what we really mean is the executive branch and the legislative branch. The judicial branch I we can have hope that that we that that the, the justices will do their job. And their job is to interpret the laws. Their job is to interpret the Constitution. Their job is not to make law. Their job is not to to put their finger in the air and see w- what direction the country's going. Their job is not to to make judgments based on, well, if we judge this way, there will be riots. The riots are no concern to the judicial branch. And I want to, and I'm speaking directly to that Chief Robert, Chief Justice Roberts, who who was heard now allegedly heard saying that he wouldn't hear uh Trump's arguments on the election because there would be riots in the streets. Well, you know what Chief Justice Roberts rioting in the street is no concern of yours. You have one concern. You have been given the honor to sit on the Supreme Court in judgment of the Constitution, in judgment of laws that come before you on whether they're constitutional or not. That's it. Your job should be the originality of that Constitution that you swore to uphold. That's your job, buddy, and that's what you need to do. And along with the rest of them, now we can count. Hopefully, we can count on on um, on Barrett, and we can count on Kavanaugh, and we can count on Gorsuch, and we can count on um, Thomas, and we can count on. Oh my gosh, help me out, David. I'm gonna forget. <laughs> Oh man, I was doing so great. Alito, we can on Alito, um, we can count on those. Let's hope. We need Jeff. We need Roberts to come along and start interpreting the Constitution and stop being political and stop being emotional, uh, stop being a never Trumper. So, so folks, it's important. We've got an election here in Georgia. We've got David Perdue and we've got Kelly Leffler, and they're being attacked. 24-7 on the airwaves. I know, David, you're probably sick of it. I know I'm sick of it. I hear from listeners constantly who are sick of it, of hearing uh, Warnock and Ossoff lie after lie after lie on TV and on radio. And we have one more week of this, folks. And if you want to get these ads out of Georgia really quick, then you go vote for Senator Purdue and you vote for Leffler. And I want to add, uh, since I came up with the idea last night and uh, appreciate uh, Victor coming in this morning, but this is what this show is all about. This is a brand new, folded up, plastic wrapped American flag. But the important thing is not the packaging, 
the important thing is the flag, and that's what this whole show is about. We have a flag behind us. I have one that has the uh, fold in front of us, the correct fold in front of us, and uh, that's what I went to some very good friends, veteran friends, and... um, you know, ask them to put the word out that we were going to do this show today and how important it was to veterans and how important it is to the military. And for years, the military has been screwed over when voting. Uh, but hopefully, uh, they were able to get their votes in and will get their votes in. But this is, it's, it's not, even though it's a Georgian election, mm-hmm. it's a national election. Mm-hmm. It's on whether our country survives or not. Mm-hmm. And I don't say this just off the top of my head or to hear my head rattle. <laughs> That's how important this election is in Georgia. If we don't maintain our checks and balances, in government, in the sewer pit of the world, Washington, D.C., <laughs> then, <is> sewer. <laughs> then we're not going to have a country any longer. Mm-hmm. And I know I was very, very blessed to be born in the United States, be raised in Texas, and lived most of my life in Texas, and how lucky I've been and how blessed I've been over the years. And... You know, anytime I hear somebody putting down the United States and or putting down our flag, particularly if they haven't served, Mm. I get, Mm. I totally go crazy because Mm. if they don't like it here, let's see how they'd like it in Russia or Mm -hmm. let's see how they'd like it in a third world country. Let's see how they'd like it in Venezuela now. People are, you know, nobody fights to get out of the United States. (laughs) They all fight to get in the United States. And as far as I'm concerned, to hell with all of them. I was born here just as they were born in perhaps a third world country. I'm sorry, but I had nothing to do with that. It's just like reparation. I didn't fight in the Civil War, but let me tell you, if there were ever to be reparation in this country, then I would like my family plantation back from Tennessee. I think that would only be fair. If uh, they get something for nothing, then I'd like something for nothing. But this vote today, or not today, but today, tomorrow, and the next day, to January the 5th, Mm -hmm. is so vital to the, our way of life, and I don't want any other way of life but the American way of life. And if you don't like it here, then get the hell out. Uh, in fact, I tell you what, if you don't like it here and you'll sign the paperwork that my attorney will draw up, I'll pay for you to get the hell out of here. You pay a one-way ticket to Venezuela? Yeah, a one-way <laughs> ticket. <laughs> That's quite the offer. Yeah, I, I would like to send that offer to Ossoff and uh, Warnock. Oh well, I'd like to send them a. You don't know where I'd like to send them on. Oh, offer I think to. I do know. But <laughs> well, you know, you're right, David. If you don't like it here, then get the hell out. You know, David, it's a good point because, and I've mentioned this before. There's no other country like the United States, but there's plenty of socialist countries. There's plenty of third world holes. There's, and I said holes, not the other word. Uh, but there's plenty 
if you love socialism, if you think it's a great experiment that just hasn't been tried right because you haven't been in charge, well, then move. There are plenty of countries. There's only one United States. Uh, there's no one else like us, folks. No one else like us. All the innovation comes from this country. We lift more people out of poverty. That's the United States. That's us. That's the American people. The most giving people in this world, the American citizen. Well, you know, like I've been bringing up recently is that the United States, we have a term for, and like I said earlier, I was very fortunate, and I've been all three. I've been a first responder. I've been a in the military, and, you know, I haven't been a fireman, but <laughs> I was in my head when I was about Close six. Close enough, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, if you don't like it here, then move. But we, as a nation, are... We're all first responders, responders if you're a taxpayer. And we, we are the country that responds to the disasters of our enemies even. We yeah, go we and help them. Yeah. And we are, we are a nation of first responders. Well, and just like the, the first responders in Nashville, they were the police. Yep. And we've gone on and on about not, this all not, day. But not the Department of Happy. <laughs> yeah, or the social worker down the street. <laughs> yeah. You know where he was? Under his desk. Under his desk? <laughs> In but, a hole? Yeah. But <laughs> that's what we're about, is being first responders. And uh, like I said, if you don't like it in the United States, you'll sign an agreement that my attorney will work up. And you have to stay there. You can't come back. You have to stay in a socialistic country, and you don't like it here, then I'll help you get the hell out. <laughs> and that's a that's quite the offer. <laughs> you know, if, if you want a one like you said, Victor, one way ticket to one way ticket Venezuela, Venezuela. one way ticket to Cuba, mm-hmm. uh, one way ticket to well, yeah. Russia probably wouldn't have you. They're too smart. And Russia won't have neither will China. You know, a lot of these countries yeah. have uh, way more stringent uh, immigration rules than we do. All right, I tell you what, you could even go to Mexico and see how you like it there. But <laughs> you, you know, have to sign an agreement to I, stay the rest of your life. I can uh, I can help some people get to Mexico. I mean, there's some places yeah. they can go. And look, I, you know, I have a lot of heritage there, and I love that country. But it ain't the United States, and and they devil they dabble too much with socialism. So if you want an introduction to socialism, yeah, Mexico would be a good place to go. Go move, renounce your citizenship here, and and go see if you can become a. a in fact. I would love for you to go try Mexico and some other countries and see how hard it is for you to become a citizen of that country. See if you can go be a burden on their welfare welfare system and get away with it, folks, because it ain't going to happen. These other countries like Norway and Sweden and these places that, that, that Sanders will tell you is utopia, these are welfare states that won't allow you to come in their country unless you can prove you can sustain yourself because they will not let outsiders participate in their welfare system. Um, these are the dirty little truths that you're not going to hear from Democrats. Um, but, David, I, I think it's a great idea, and what an offer you have to to, to help. And, and I like it, David. Have them sign paperwork, have them renounce their citizenship, and then off to Venezuela they go, or Cuba. You know, I hear they think Cuba's nice. Well, then off to Cuba they go. And they can't have their little fancy iPhones and iPads and all the other stuff. 
because if you're going to believe in socialism, then you can't really have those items because capitalism is what birthed the iPhone. Capitalism birthed the iPad. Capitalism birthed that fancy-smancy computer you use. It wasn't the Socialist Republic of, of, of France. It wasn't the Socialist of Mexico. It wasn't the uh, Communist China. Um, it was capitalism. Uh, don't ever forget that, folks. Don't ever forget that, folks. So um, we do have some calls coming in, so we're going to try and get one uh, one to come through here in a second. I believe uh, we're going to have uh, Mark the Shock from New York uh, calling in. I, actually, I believe he's on the line now, so we'll, we'll go to Mark first here in a second. Um, but until we get that ready, uh, let me just talk about, you know, I, man, folks, I, I, gosh, I, I'm trying not to be repetitive, <laughs> you know, like some of the other radio hosts. Uh, but folks, we're, we're not, you know, David and I, we like to have a little fun here Mark. when we drive home some, some points. Um, and, and we don't want to make light of the situation. But you've heard me say it before. You've got to be able to smile. You've got to be able to laugh. And some of these antics that the Democrats are using, you have to laugh at. Now, it's it's almost uh, – I'm afraid to laugh sometimes because it's so serious. Um, it's so absolutely ridiculous, the the comments and then some of these things that the Democrats are saying. And, and you need to step back and ask yourself, why would they lie so boldly? If they're willing to lie this boldly to your face just for power, then what else will they do? That's what you've got to ask yourself, folks. You've got to continue to ask yourself, if you're electing a politician, a person to be a politician, who's going to lie from day one to get elected, what will they do if you do get them elected? Folks, one of the problems we have in this country, you know, like I've said before, no one's perfect. Well, no system of government is perfect either. And the reason why no system of government is perfect is because they're run by man. And, uh, and when I say by man, I mean women too. Um, we're not perfect. So there is no perfect system. But my gosh, the system that has performed the best is capitalism. This, the government system that's performed the best is the Republic style of government. Um, so, all right. Okay. Um, it sounds like we've got uh, Mark on the line. Mark, are you? We there? got you on the line. You're awfully low, but I can still make out that comment. <laughs> Excellent. If you yell loud enough, I may be able to hear you from here. <laughs> well, all right then. Well, that just means when I made fun of you all ago, you didn't hear. No, I'm kidding, Mark. I would never do that. Never do that. Um, well, Mark. I, I know you've been listening to the show, and uh, thanks for calling in. But uh, you know, I'll just let you have the floor. What say you about Warnock and uh, Jack uh, Assa? I mean, Ossoff. Well, let's see. You know, I did a little bit of research on Mr. Warnock because you know I'm intensely. I was going to move down for the special election, but you know, all that all that threat of uh, improper voter rolls that uh, didn't work during the presidential election may just get caught here, except for that federal judge's ruling, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But it's an interesting story, this gentleman. Um, Warnock is allegedly a preacher. <laughs> I don't think he deserves to be called gentleman, but go ahead. Well, I, I use that term loosely. Loosely. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, and I've seen a lot of radical preachers and, con you know, well, not congressmen and senators too, but as far as clergymen. 
but a lot of them really don't have that ability to be a preacher and an abortionist. That's kind of a radical situation that I haven't figured out yet. I don't know if maybe if that's a, a southern thing, like grits, <laughs> where you can be in favor of God and also be in favor of killing God's children. Right. So I'm not entirely sure how that plays out. But, you know, we're, we're looking at a guy who is just recently divorced. His wife said he's a great actor. Um, and he's got a couple of really good quotes that I pulled out of his sermons, which was kind of <laughs> interesting. Would you like to hear those? You know what, Mark? I would love to hear this. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what was that movie, My Cousin Vinny? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Mark. You know. <laughs> so uh, it, one of his famous ones, and I think you mentioned it earlier, is in America, nobody can serve God in the military. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not talking about 15 years ago a sermon. It's a 2011 sermon. And uh, he, he's also said, which I find very interesting, and maybe he needs to get back in the car, but I'll explain that to you. He says that if you've never had a head-on collision with the devil, that means you're riding in the same car. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think when this guy has had a head-on collision with the devil. Mm. That was from an April 12, 2018 sermon. But that's an interesting quote, being that he just recently ran over his wife. Ran over his wife? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, so, talking about cars. So which but, one's the devil, him or his hmm? Mm, there you go. <laughs> well, we'll look at the. We could look at the, uh, you know, the documents, but it wouldn't be worth the it, time. Exactly. He, he's got enough in his history to bury him. Yes. You know, he in, in 2016, in, in liking the uh, Jewish population, he also likened Israel Prime Minister. Netanyahu to George Wallace, the segregationist. Who was a Democrat, by the way. Yeah, he, he apparently gets confused. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he also thinks that, and I'm, I'm interested to find out whether or not in his, his, you know, idealistic plan for health coverage, whether or not racism, which he says is America's pre-existing condition, is covered. <laughs> you know, so, uh, it, it's interesting because... The funds that went to his campaign have come primarily from New York and California. Mm-hmm. And if you're having a confusion as to whether or not you could just vote Democrazy or Republican, just take a look at what's going on in New York and California. And um, Mark, you would know New York politics. Yep, I can tell you this much. We're, we're very interested in New York. We subscribe to the stupidity now, stupidity later routine of government. <laughs> mm. So what we did is give an example because I know it's all over the news. The example of restaurants. We decided that for some unknown reason, even though that approximately, according to the statistics of the CDC, seventy percent of transmission of the COVID nineteen was from home, mm-hmm. we decided that restaurants were a major population threat. So we decided, well, except for the rich and famous. Exactly. So taking that out of the equation, we decided that was dangerous. So we should shut down all restaurants. And then we said, you know what? We're killing the entire state and the economy, and hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions, are out of work. So let's do this. Let's create an outside restaurant. Because the inside's too dangerous, so we'll create an outside restaurant. And then what they did at some point, and they said, you know what, that's not going to be any good either. So California and New York took to Vermont themselves and said, hey, let's get all those things that they built outside and those tents. No, 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 no. Let's get rid of those because that's bad. Because now people are eating. 
So now what they've done is they've now put the homeless in hotels, and they've now let the homeless take over the outdoor seating for the food because they've closed the outdoor seating again. Are are you saying that the insane are running the The asylum? asylum? Well, let's just say (laughs) democrazies are running the asylum, and democrazies, if you look at the blue states, their populations are devastated. But, their but, population is fleeing. Mark, the problem Mark, is, is what wait you're going to have is you're going to have people who are in this state who cannot afford to live in the state, who need some kind of aid from the state, and the tax base has disappeared because they've all gone to Texas and Florida. Mark, even and though they, even though Harris would argue the case, or AOC would argue the case. But look at the leader of the Democratic Party now, or supposed leader. I think he's a little wacko, isn't he? He's that term, mostly. Well, Schumer said it best when he said, if we take Georgia, we take America, and we change America. Change America. So if you think he's kidding, trust me. This guy's been a New York senator because he's got a D next to his name Mm -hmm. for umpteen years. It doesn't matter. He is radical. And Schumer. What is it? You know, people uh, say, well, he's radical. He's this, he's that. Well, what does radical mean? They want to overthrow the current system. Exactly. Okay? They're not telling you that they want to change the system. They are literally burning the system down. And Black Lives Matter had that catchphrase. We need to burn the system burn down. Burn the system down. Where do you so think they got that? When they mark? burn the system down, there's nothing left. Yeah, and they're getting this from the Democrats who get it from the history of Marxism. Um, mark, you know this, and, and many of our listeners know this. Um, if you just look at history and look at the tactics that was used to bring governments down, the tactics that Marxism used, the tactics that communism used and socialism used, that's what the Democrats are starting to use. When you let people out of jail because you a virus so you're letting criminals out those criminals are going to wreak havoc and then you get behind antifa and you get behind burn loot murder you're causing chaos in society and you're literally burning it down but here's here's where here's where everybody gets confused and i think maybe even the educational background is confusing and i'll tell you radicalism kind of started during the 19th century in the united kingdom continental europe and latin america and basically the term radical became to denote a progressive liberal ideology. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, well, what was that? Where did that come from? It was inspired by the French Revolution. So historically, radicalism emerged from an early form with the French Re- Revolution and the similar movements that inspired in the countries, okay? But here's the difference, okay? Radicalism and radicals were the ones who wanted a nation which government was based on the majority of a country's population. So... They opposed the privileges of the great landowners and the great wealthy factory owners. That was what it was meant to be. So they have now taken that. They've commandeered it like they do a lot of other things. And they basically have said, yes, I like that word, radical and progressive. I love it. It's great because people think of it, you're progressive, right? Okay, but what have they done to progressivism? Okay, there's a difference between this radical and progressive. You know, that. Progressive is favoring and promoting progress, right? Makes sense. Everybody wants to do that. Okay? Radical is favoring fundamental change and changing the root cause of a matter. But here's the problem. You now have to change what America was. Mm -hmm. You now have to make America the bad guy. You have to make it a really, you know, a-hole country that basically eats the world. Mm -hmm. Okay? Which, of course, everybody with a brainstem understands it's not. 
America is a great country, always was a great country, and always fought for the rights of everyone else around it to become a great country. Yeah. We never ate other societies. Yeah, we stumbled along the way. Listen, when, in order to form a more perfect union, okay, <laughs> it doesn't say we are the more perfect union. Right. So you have to look at it, it, it with history well, being real, not this 1619 yeah. crap oh. over that they're spewing in schools. We revisionist history is what 16. There was a huge error in basically the conservative society of America which we came from. The 1800s were relatively conservative. There was a huge era. What we figured is we would take these liberal idiots and we'd stuff them into this educational societies and we'd put them in these think tanks and they wouldn't bother anyone. Mm -hmm. And they could be left alone. You know? And what did we do? We basically created an indoctrination center. Mm -hmm. We created colleges and schools that basically changed history. Because why? Why did they want to change history? Because if they taught how great this country really is, nobody would ever want to change it. They would not want to change it. But if you tell everyone, America sucks, America's bad, America's the bad guy, we're bad people in America, then you could say, hey, we need to change this. Mm -hmm. So the fundamental process of what they have done over the last 10 years, and maybe even 15, is slowly changed what the view of America is. Mm -hmm. And how did they do that? They did that from the schools. Hang on a second. My two kids went to school as conservatives. Mark, I was a pretty conservative guy. Mark, I grew this, up conservative. Hold, hold on a second, Mark. Hang on one second. Mark, this goes back, back into the 50s, and I've related this story many, many times. And it's unfortunate, but the United States as a whole, as a people, we're not real patient like the communists are. You don't, you're probably too young to remember Khrushchev taking his shoe off and beating it on the UN desk. But when he did that back in the 50s, he said, we won't have to bomb you. We'll take you from the inside out. And they, that's exactly, they started in the 50s infiltrating our colleges, mm -hmm. and then the college professors started preaching socialism and communism to kids that were going to become teachers. Mm -hmm. And then those teachers started infiltrating the high schools and the middle schools, mm -hmm. and now they're down to the elementary school. But if I could pause you for hey, a second. Hey, Mark, Mark, the concept, hold, if Mark, I could pause you for one second. Hold that second because we actually got to go to a break uh, here. Break before, yeah, we got to hit this break. I can't miss it. We got to pay the bills. So we're going to take this break, but Mark, hang on. Stay there. And folks, stay there. The third hour is coming up. We will be right back. This is America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 